the best in the world, Goldberg! You're listening to The Pittsburgh Piledriver. Podcast. The Pittsburgh podcast of the Pile Driver is wow, brought to you. Wow, fucked it up already. You know, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. You know, you're not helping things. You're not helping things, and I hate you. Fuck bag. The podcast this week of the Pittsburgh Pile Driver variety is that better for you, Dainty Queen? You're terrible. <laughs> okay. This is why I do the intros and you don't. You're the worst. Is brought to you by all of the fucking salt on the earth that's been consumed, or uh, it's coming out of the three of us, uh, and then happy poot. And not uh, MJF, and, and not not MJF brand salt of the earth either, mind you. Exactly. The, oh. this, this is the bad salt. Oh, that's a shirt waiting to happen. It's like a salt shaker with his face on it. <laughs> yes. MJ, that's brand. MJF brand. Salt of the like earth. It. I are you, love it. Are you listening, Gold Gaming? Are you listening? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the, I don't know, 18th, 19th? Is this, a, 19th. Is this the 19th episode? 19th. Oh, we're getting close to 20. We are getting episode close to 20. Episode of the Pittsburgh Pilot Yay, Podcast. I am Beef the Legend, welcoming you this week. Aside from me, we have our favorite, Tiger Bomb Tom. Uppercut. Catch up. You even flubbed that. Oh, God. And of course, I, I don't even care. <laughs> and of course, the advocate for the uh, the reigning defending yada yada yada, Alec Ransom. Say hello, Ransom. Oh, well, you've already said hello to everybody. And <laughs> Mr. Put the Bard. Uh, I would prefer my proper intro from my advocate, who you woefully Jeez, disrespected. Oh, woefully <laughs> disrespected. Who <laughs> let this dingus talk on this show? I don't know, but this is the worst ever. Will you please? You're Hi, everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of the Pile Drive Pittsburgh Popcast. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to introduce myself. I Ransom Alec. <laughs> I am advocate, the of, the defending, Poot, the reigning, the undisputed, of the world, chooserweight, the bard, Bay. <laughs> oh god, he just All I right. can see his face right now just oh, right. This is clearly the worst that's, oh, that's ever is, been. This intro's getting off to a this is getting off to a rocky start. This is like watching Fucking Vince Gilbert. McMahon rewrite this episode or something. <laughs> it's, like, it's like watching Gilbert in a mirror match. He uh, he literally just handed me the script. I don't, I don't know if you guys got it. So Oh, right, the, wait. Not. Was it revision 1.1 or 1.9? 1. 1. 1. deuce. Oh, damn it, we're going with that one? <laughs> Fuck. All right, well, no, welcome to the P3 Podcast. How are you idiots doing? What's going on? Just don't try to recover. It's not going to work. I'm not Salty. I'm not recovering. I'm moving on. I think I think my opening uh, kind of says it for me. I'm, I'm not doing well, Pooter. It's, uh, it's been a shitty fucking week. Um, you know, <laughs> fucking... Somebody get fucking... the ambulance on standby. He's stroking out. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking Steelers lost, you know. Never, oh, that's geez. never a good fucking way to start the week. Fucking Antonio Brown sides with the Patriots. That's even worse. Who cares? Okay Baron with all that. Corbin, 
Bar Baron Corbin won last night, so you yeah. know. Yeah. And, and, oh, and then somebody's happy. Yeah, yeah. Because I breaking, fucking told fucking, you so. Break, breaking fucking news: Shane McMahon is now all of a sudden in the King of the Ring tournament. So uh, yeah. Wait, oh, what? Excuse me. Wait, 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 wait. Excuse me. I yeah, you fucking hurt win. me. Yeah. He, he, he's gonna face Chad Gable tonight. So. Uh, well, sorry, right. Tom. There goes your pick for uh, King of the Ring. It's not gonna be Corbin after all. It's gonna be Shane O'Mac. Uh, no, 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 no. All right. No, it'll it'll be it'll be Corbin and Gable in the in the finals, okay, I, uh, and Corbin and Corbin will come out on top. I'm 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 loading up Google right now. I'm gonna keep live uh, an eye Ooh. on live results. Hang on. When when did Chad Gable all of a sudden become? I mean, been anybody. Well, I mean, yeah. to be fair, he's always he's always ready, willing, and Gable. <laughs> last time I last time I heard anything about him, he was freaking tag teaming with who? Bobby Roode? No. Shelton uh, Benjamin. Shelton Shelton Benjamin. Benjamin? I can't even well, tell anymore. Random ass I mean, tag partners for him. The word is that Vince rewrote the SmackDown script like at the 11th hour last week. Everybody assumed it was going to be uh, Ali versus uh, Andrade in the semifinals, and all of a sudden it's Elias and Gable. So they don't—they have no fucking clue the, what they're doing week to this, week. This could goes. have been something so special, and they're—they're they're completely. It feels like this weird hokey slap together afterthought king of the ring was always one of my favorite pay-per-views i don't know about you guys Indeed. king of the ring made some excellent up-and-coming stars like it really did like look at all the people who've been king of the ring a lot of those people have gone on to be main event big big shots i know and even some people didn't though like stone cold he didn't really you know yeah or triple h they're just afterthoughts or or mm -hmm. or, right. or brett the hitman heart yeah but luckily, well, luckily in the annals, and and luckily in the annals of history, we have guys like uh, <laughs> King Mabel and uh, King Billy Gunn to tide us over to to remember what the King of Ring is all about. Don't, Lord, don't forget I about forgot King Billy Booker. Uh, <laughs> well, look, I hated look the King Booker gimmick because he annoyed the shit out of me. Like every time he came on TV, I really wanted to jump through my screen and stab him in the mouth. <laughs> Someone. But, so, you know, when I when I think back on that though, that's exactly what he wanted people to do. Yeah. Like he wanted to elicit that hate and I hated him. And I never turned my TV off when he came on. I sat there and I hated him. Every <laughs> single time his stupid crowned head showed up on there, I hated it, but I never changed the channel. That's good. That's Fucking Booker T is a genius. That's good heel heat. Also, someone just tweeted yes. Chad Gable's new gimmick is sad guy who would really like it if everyone stopped with the short jokes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and, and and speaking of speaking of turning off my TV, guess what I did the minute? So, as if people don't know, uh, I am a huge football fan. Uh, no, anything really. What? Um. So like for Football me to sit Saturday? there and watch, I know, right? For me to sit there and watch uh, Raw last night over two NFL games was kind of a big deal. The minute the fucking Corbin won, I said, "Nope, fuck this," and I sure went right right listen, over to Monday Night Football. Listen, people. Boy, that'll really quit, show Vince man. Quit fighting it. And hey, they lost 400 viewers last night, but 400,000 viewers last night. Sorry, go ahead, Tom. Just say what? Quit, listen, quit fighting it and accept it that Corbin's going to win it and just 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 deal with it. I'm telling <laughs> you, man, uh, it, 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 it's a great way to build a star because everyone assumes that Shane McMahon is going to, you know, is going to win this and going to move on. Oh, Shane's here. He's going to just steamroll over everything, blah, 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 blah. Um but it, how great would it be if Gable pulled out a victory, man? 
How great honestly, would it be? if 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 it's not if it's not going to be Corbin, it, it, honestly, I want the finals now. Obviously, I want it to be Gable and Corbin because Gable could use it more. But like I've been saying, the thing is, is like Corbin, he doesn't need it as much as Gable does. But I think he'll do more with it because he'll be that shit eating heel that rubs it in your face every single time when he comes out. He'll be he'll be like King Booker. You know, or King Booker, you know, you'll you'll hate him, but you won't turn off your TV. You'll fucking loathe him the whole time, and you'll sit there, and your blood pressure will get up, and you'll be sitting there with an ambulance on standby, just like Beef is, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. fuck. But you'll fucking sit there, and you will watch. I guarantee. But what's it. the so two things on the, that though? Or sorry, go ahead. I, I was gonna say, but what's the end game on Corbin? Because I, they've given Corbin money in the bank, and they've you know took it away from him. It. They've given him main event uh, opportunities and, and and didn't pull the trigger. Like, what's the point of making this guy king of the ring if you're just going to, you know, because get they, cold feet with him again? Because I think you, it, it basically makes him a utility heel. You can insert him anywhere because, like Tom said, of that, uh, that kind of, you know, he feels like he can go anywhere, do anything as he pleases because he's king of the ring. So literally... If you wanted an out or to keep someone strong in a match or a feud or whatever, you could throw him in there to eat the pin. Or throw him in there to mix anything up. They're basically making him a wild card. Wild card. Yeah. All right, so look, two, you, two things on we, that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to I was gonna say thank the sponsors sort of thing, but do your thing first. Yeah, just real quick here on this King of the Ring subject. Two things on that. As much as like the whole like what if with Corbin, I I can't unless they have something really cooking with Gable. I can't, why why what does it do for him? Not not for him because it would it would do a lot. But, but like why Gable though? Since American Alpha, he's been a tag team nobody. Like since Gable, American Alpha, he's done nothing. Gable so and unless Bruce, they're that was planning, it. well. Unless they're planning some sort of like, okay, we're, we're, we're going to really push Gable here. It's going to be a waste to give it to him because he'll win it, be a singles wrestler for a month, and then go back to, you know, tag team whereabouts. Like, who cares? And then two, how, when was the last time there was a face King of the Ring? I, I'm not saying that sarcastically. I can't remember. Like, the King of the Rings that I remember in my brain have all been, or, or most of them have been heels. At least yeah. in the recent past. I can't think of the yeah. last time Sheamus. a face. Barrett, Seamus, Regal. Um, and that, that's as far back as my memory goes. But those three were very, very much heels. And they Bar- honestly... Was Barrett a heel they... at that point? Oh, yeah. 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 And okay. I, I, as, as I recall, they beat some pretty strong faces. At least William Regal. He beat CM Punk like during Punk's like, you know... Um, crazy ascension to the top so that's true um i don't know so man. Like, i, I, I see I just, being corbin I'm, though because he's the bigger star gable's a who cares kind of guy so unless I'm they're just, really planning on, and running with him like i don't i don't know i'm just i'm just not feeling it i mean you know there there were what this 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 tournament started with 16 people or 32 i don't even remember anymore. <clears throat> i think 16 right i don't know uh but i think yeah 16 yeah yeah shane's in it now so that's 17 yeah, well, so you have people like, yeah. you know, Samoa Joe, Ricochet, uh, Cedric Alexander, Drew McIntyre, Cesaro, 
uh, Ali, um, Buddy Murphy, Andrade, all of these guys could have used, I, I think, and would have been a better candidate than either of the three people that we have left. That that's all I'm saying. I yeah, no, I agree. Like I who okay, ideally in the uh let me let me look up who was in the, the King of the Ring um this year. King hey, while uh, you're doing Kevin that, Owens. While you're doing that, why don't we go with what Tom was gonna say and beef Poot's gonna do some research, you do some mouthpiece here and thank some people. Oh yeah, okay. jeez. I will I, I, I will certainly put aside the uh the salt for that. Uh, we definitely want to thank um, our sponsors that we have uh, graciously that have been backing us uh, from the beginning. I'll, I'll say it, they both been happy. You know, they, they both had our back since the beginning. Um, definitely Sean Tischler and all the work that he's put in um, working with um, IWC for their Clearfoot X event coming up on October the 12th. Um, just announced, by the way, and I'm super excited about this. Cato is returning to the Central Pennsylvania no! area for a match. Yes, sir. Yes. So, uh, uh, these, oh. these these two will get to see Cato doing what Cato does Dude, best. I'm sure. Who uh, uh, Ray? Who Ray indeed? Um, so we're excited for Clearfield X. Um, get your tickets from Sean. Uh, limited limited tickets available, especially for the VIP and the ringside stuff. And you know, you 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 definitely want to be ringside for that kind of thing. So uh, you know, uh, hit him up for that. And then obviously uh, our our uh, the the man on the podcast, as it were, Mister uh, Tiger, uppercut, bomb Tom and his fantastic world. Oh, yeah, fantastic! I guess what's the world uh, over at the Casual Gaming Dad on it's Facebook. A, it's a Casual world of Games. its own. Yeah, Dude, legit, it is legit. Are you okay? Like I'm fine. I'm just you know I like like I said, man. I'm the the gears have been ground, and I am. Uh, I'm um, just, just kind of spinning my tires, but uh, we. Yeah, we, I think he's so having thankful. a stroke. We're, we're so thankful to have Tom here uh, with uh, with everything he does for us, and especially everything he does on the Casual Gaming Dad's Corner on Facebook. Um, you he know, does shout a lot out, of stuff. And, shout out to and all, Gaming. Yeah, 100%. definitely. Yeah, and uh, and ultimately, you know, filling in uh, permanently, or not not even well, because I'm I'm here now, but you know, like once once B finally does have that stroke, you mm-hmm. know. I'm I'm ready to pick up the reins there, so you know we're good. The Roman good job, reins. Tom. The oh, oh. And on that job, note, yeah. here were all the uh, contestants in uh, this year's King of the Ring. You had Cesaro, Samoa Joe, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Cedric Alexander, Sami Zayn, The Miz, Baron Corbin, Kevin Owens, Elias, Ali, Buddy Murphy, Chad Gable, Shelton Benjamin, Apollo Cruz, and Andrade. Yeah. So that was <clears throat> I mean, the lineup there. Who would you have liked to see be either at this point in the semifinals or going into the finals of the King of the Ring? Mm. Beef Go, uh, you're terrible. <laughs> okay. Honestly, I I think the guy who really deserved it was Kevin Owens. I mean, he was pulling some serious like fucking draws there. Um, he's getting a lot of the nice rub from uh, taking out the boss, Shane Mac. So, you know, uh, there, there's a fair comparison to Austin being made. Like, why not, you know, complete that fucking, like, you know, transformation and have him at least go to the finals of King of the Ring? And then if you want to screw him there, that's fine. But, I mean, to screw him in the first round makes zero sense to me, and, and it has zero long-term thinking. Uh, Tom, what about you? Um... 
uh, honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have mind seeing Elias going. Uh, I, 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 I want to see. I, I feel like with the King of the Ring, it does more for a heel whenever they win it than than it does a face. It, just in my own personal opinion, but um, I, I would have liked to seen seen our own Pittsburgh boy there, Elias, go. Um, I don't know what. I don't know why he's. Uh, being replaced by Shane, he's quote unquote injured, or I don't know if it's I think, legit. Yeah, I think I I, I read somewhere that's a legit ankle injury. Sorry, uh, okay, okay, no, that's uh, that's fine. Because uh, I know I know you brought it up in the chat earlier, and you said quote unquote injured, and I was like, eh, okay, but um, <clears throat> yeah, Elias could have been one. Um, honestly, and if they were gonna give it to a face, honestly, uh, Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz is somebody who I thought like he just he has that look and he has the physique and he can like he's a little bit bigger but he can fucking move like I it's it's not too often you see a guy like Apollo Cruz's size doing a a standing uh you know shooting star press or whatever like that's it's he's athletically impressive but just on the mic is eh, not so much so uh, Ransom, what about you? Um, I have two. I, I would have liked to have seen Elias. I don't know what they're doing with him. Like, aside from this ankle injury, the most I've seen from him is he comes down, plays his song, somebody interrupts, and it's either a throwaway, like, real quick, you know, match, and he'd smack somebody on the head with a guitar, or there's no match at all. Like, I don't... He seems more like a serious version of, uh, oh shit, what was his name? Jeff um, Jarrett? No, no. Uh, Honky Tonk uh, Man? No, the, the, uh, that Italian buffoon who wasn't really Italian. Santino Santino. Yeah. He seems more like a, like a serious version of Santino Morella because <clears throat> I, I, don't, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know what's up with him. I don't know if he's not great in the ring, but he's great on the mic. So that's why he's out there doing what he does but i was really excited because for a while i thought you know like when the back when the you know draft happened earlier in the year vince mcmahon seemed to make a big deal out of like elias coming to whatever brand he went to i thought finally elias is going to get a push nope didn't happen so that's a disappointment for me that's a uh, legendary letdown for me uh and then two i would have liked to have seen cesaro um as a face win king of the ring because Regardless of what he's like on the mic, Cesaro is friggin' impressive. He's impressive with everything he does in the ring. And I just don't think that he has gotten in his tenure there a quality singles push to really make something of himself or really show people what he can do. Like, I, I, the, the guy can't have a bad match. I mean, he got two of his teeth knocked up into his face, for Christ's sake, and still finished the match on par. Didn't skip a beat when that happened. Yet, you know, he just seems to be stuck in mid-card obscurity, and I don't understand it. I think they really misuse people like Elias, Cesaro, and most of all, Dolph Ziggler. Well, mine, if, if since we're doing the dynamic of like a heel winner or a face winner, I think for a heel winner, <coughs> to me, I, I hate to do, to do three here, but I'm calling an audible. For the heels, either Drew McIntyre or Samoa Joe. Like... I, like I, I think Joe wouldn't have done the like the cheesy crown and cape and stuff like that. I think he would have just, you know, 
like referred to himself as the king or anything like that. But it, it would have been great because it, it would lend credence again to a lot of the things that he says about him being the best and being a threat and being someone that can overcome because they really haven't pushed him super hard uh, to, to give lend credence to his uh, claims. Drew McIntyre, um, because I just think it would fit him to come out in like a very stylized crown and like a dark, <clears throat> like cloak. And like when his, you know, music comes out, he can like let the like cloak off. Cause the man is carved out of granite. You know what I mean? It would add to the aura. As far as a face goes, they missed the boat super, super hard on King Ricochet. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what they called him. It would have been great. He wore the crown. He called himself King Ricochet. His handle was King Ricochet. It just fit him. And that's what guys like myself, Beef, and, and all of us, you know, who are who are like, you know, indie focused and know that history. It would have been so apropos to call him King Ricochet again. Yeah, and but... even with McIntyre, like, you know, the, the gimmick rate itself, the last king of Scotland, like, how great would that be? You know, I just, here's the thing, and, and spoiler alert, um, McIntyre was supposed to win the whole damn thing before The Fiend came along. Oh. Um, when The Fiend came along, it it, it, it ruined, I, 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 I won't say it ruined everything, but it, but it changed everything because The Fiend became a marketing phenomenon. It started pulling down all the money to make Vince go, oh, well, we got to get this guy in the main event. So suddenly the King of the Ring, which was a vehicle to create a, um, and, and this, this is all conjecture and hearsay, so none of it's, you know, you know, 100%. But reportedly, um, the, the King of the Ring was just a vehicle to get Seth Rollins a, an opponent. Uh, and that was going to be Drew McIntyre. And I, and I think he would have done gold with it. So it's, it's disappointing, yeah. Um, so I want to touch on something, um, that's being brought up a lot lately. Um, I, I, I don't have a really fun segue or anything to it, so I'll just get right to it. Uh, all this shit going on with Ric Flair. Um, I, I feel, I feel like beef has a lot, a lot to get off his chest about it. So I, I think it's time for a little bit of a cathartic release. So a beef, legendary uh, letdown, if you will. There you go. Yeah, Let, let's. Uh, you want to call this your legendary letdown and uh, just load up, load up and unload. And it's and it's apropos because when you think of the word legend in wrestling, you think of. I mean, if you're like me, you think of two guys, Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair, um, two guys who basically took Synonymous. what was. Yeah, exactly. Who, who who took what was a bunch of guys getting together in like a local armory, smoking cigars in like this dank ass hall. And made it larger than life. So, the fall from grace for those two people have—it's—it's it's just insane. So, H Hogan, notwithstanding, Ric Flair has spent the better part of right around 25, 30 years with WWE. Um, he had a run with Impact. I understand that, and that's cool and all. But, I mean, at the end of the day, he's been with WWE for the long, uh, a, a, I won't say majority, but, but a, a long stretch of his career at the end. With the, the most recent stuff being very rare appearances, but WWE would always have a place for him. 
for those of you not in the know, and I'll kind of catch you on the speed here, Ric Flair recently has went on record as to saying he's going to file a lawsuit over the phrase, the man, and to be the man, you have to beat the man. So this, to me, is a huge, huge, huge slap in the face for people who have always had something for him. Ric Flair is well-documented awful with money, like worse than me. He is well-documented awful with women, too. And these, those two things kind of go hand in hand here. Every so often, <clears throat> the well runs dry for Ric Flair, and he either shows back up, wrestles another match, i.e. him versus Hogan in Impact, no. uh, even though he told everybody that when Sean retired him, that was it. Uh, or, you know, he has another sponsorship or does a freaking car commercial or this, that, the other thing. You know, like Ric Flair... Even though he is pretty much broke as a joke, will always be the guy that buys the you know five thousand dollars suits, that wears the twelve hundred dollars Rolexes, that rolls in Lear jets and limousines. The man lives his gimmick, so he is in a situation now where you know because of alimonies and bad decisions and owing people money, etc., owes people you know has a lot of debt. And so, to me, this is a, a quick cash-in. He's, he's trying to get some money for something that he didn't come up with, for a phrase that he may have come up with, but the man, like, people have been calling each other the man since the dawn of time. Ric Flair did not come up with calling someone the man, so he has no right to even, like, intercede anywhere close to that. And as far as the whole shtick to be the man, you have to beat the man, his fucking daughter is using that. So right now, not only is he spitting in the face of the man who pretty much has always guaranteed him a spot with Triple H and a guy who pretty much lifts him up on a fucking pedestal. Uh, not only is he spitting in the face of an employer who has basically always had a paycheck for him when things got rough. And not only is, is he spitting in the face of, I think, his fans, he's spitting in the face of his own daughter. And, I mean, you know what? Ric Flair may have the rights to the whole phrase, to be the man, okay? That might be a Ric Flairism. He might be 100% on point. WWE may not be giving him ample whatever for that. But you have to, you, have to, you know, figure what is going to be worth fighting for. And in, it, in, in, in this situation, if you believe what's, what's being thrown out there, and, and what he said himself, Ric Flair is pretty much doing this because of his wife. He says he wants to have something to give his wife when he passes on so that, that she's taken care of, so that her family's taken care of. He's throwing all of this away. He's burning every single bridge along the way for a quick cash grab. To me, that doesn't scream legend. That screams petty. And to see one of the greatest of all time fall from grace and resort to this kind of thing, like, yeah, sure, he may get an out-of-court settlement. He may even go to court with WWE, and even though they have an arsenal of lawyers, he may have a leg to stand on. He may win the case. Great, Rick, but guess what? In two years, whenever you've got no money again, WWE's not going to let you on programming. Triple H is going to say, sorry, Rick, we can't do that. When Charlotte goes on to have an amazing career... You're not going to be any part of that. 
So it's just it's it's petty. It's disappointing, and he's listening to all the wrong people at this point. Discuss. Now, now I do I do want to say one thing. Uh, I, I, what I what I think uh, I, I don't know if he's taking consideration of or knowing knowing how Vince McMahon can be. Like I wonder how much this could or would affect Charlotte. Like you know, are they gonna kind of snuff her out? You know, and be like, well, you know. It just kind of like hold her back because of, you know, she's paying for her dad's mistakes or crimes or whatever. You know, uh, I wonder about that um, because we know how Vince can be. But I will play devil's advocate for just a second. I don't disagree with uh, I don't disagree with it being a shitty situation uh, or, you know, I don't I don't definitely don't disagree with the fact that Flair is bad with uh, money and women because Lord knows he's he's been through. Plenty enough divorces and, uh, you know, and uh, again, just he, he's not he's not smart with his money. But I can't I can't say anything on that because I didn't always make the best decisions with my money. I actually here's you know breaking kayfabe a little bit. I actually just got done paying off a debt consolidation thing uh, that I was uh, in a program for for like the last couple years or whatever. So I finally got that monkey off my back. Um, <laughs> so in it does suck. It's a shitty situation, but I will say it's not above WWE to uh, to to kind of put the screws to people or to try to or to not give them what they're due. And I hate to, ugh, I hate to bring up this guy's name and I hate to actually paint him in a good light, but I did I did catch an episode of uh uh, uh, uh on YouTube of Jim Cornette's little thing, motherfucker. Yeah, and um, and he was saying about how whenever they did a, a whole thing about like greatest managers or whatever, they had heavily featured himself and uh, Bobby Heenan, and um, you know there was all this footage, but he wasn't getting any royalties or anything like from it. So he contacted them and he said, "Hey, you know what's the deal?" And they said, "Oh, well, because they were using footage of him back in uh, WCW or anything like that, like." not in WWF or WWE that technically they didn't have to pay him the royalties or whatever because of whatever whatever legal mumbo jumbo from whenever WWF had bought out WCW or something like that so if they used like the old footage they didn't have to pay him shit but he went and he saw like a tiny little snippet of him and uh Yokozuna so um, even that like seven seconds because they had featured that he was like, Nope, you guys got to fucking pay me. And they, you know, finally they settled up and paid him or whatever. So it's not above WWE to like, you know, kind of, kind of put the screws over to people. And again, I agree that, uh, I don't think that Rick does, uh, does necessarily have the rights to quote unquote the man, but I personally can't remember um, I personally can't remember anybody else having coined the phrase to be the man or anything like that. Um, in Rick's defense, I will say one, he did say, um, it whenever TMZ had caught him at the airport or whatever. And he said recently on a podcast, he's like, he's like, don't get me wrong. He's like, it's nothing against Becky. He's like, you know, he's like, I have nothing but respect for her. He's like, and you know, he's like, um, you know, I've been a big, a big supporter of, you know, hers and, you know, and Charlotte and everything when they're going through this whole, you know, women's revolution, everything like that. He's like, I've been a big supporter of it and, you know, kind of been there for the ride. 
but he's like, you know, I just want to make sure I get what's owed to me or whatever. And so I can take care of my family and do what I got to do. So in that sense, I get it. Regardless if he wins or loses, it's going to suck because like you said, he's, he's going to burn some bridges there. So at already the has. Of, I, think, yeah. I think at the end of the day, he, he already has. Yeah, I, it's 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 gonna it's gonna it's gonna shake out rough one way or the other. I hope uh, as much as I dislike as much as I dislike her being pushed all the time. I hope that this situation with him doesn't negatively affect Charlotte moving forward in her career. So, the, what were you gonna say, Poot? Well, okay, so like when it comes to these things, first of all, like I can appreciate. Uh, first of all, congratulations paying off your debt there, Tom. Thank you. Um, Indeed. Yeah, that's that's, awesome. that's a that's a big that's a big deal. Um, <clears throat> second of all, as far as like Ric Flair doing this, I think it's kind of a dick ball move because it feels like the last grasps of a desperate man trying to, you know, gain this money. And his excuse, he's trying to say, "No offense to Becky, I'm doing this so I can leave something to my wife." Which one, there, Ricco? The, um, like, <laughs> uh, my, my thing is, and that's fine. If he does have all the good intentions of the world, that's fine. But I hear there's a uh, road to a very warm place paved with those some bitches. So you need to, you need to kind of take Rick with a grain of salt. And these kind of things happen in any kind of business where money's owed and who owes what and everything. I mean, recently, and, and I'm, I'm not trying to go off in the weeds here, but the same thing happened recently. Gibson Guitars sued Dean Guitars over copyright. Like, Gibson came out and said, play authentic. We're coming after you builders who are making copies of our products and blah, 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 blah. And they're talking about, like, across the board. They're going to start throwing out, you know, licenses. And Gibson just went through a, uh, like... Uh, buyout and they declared bankruptcy and closed their Nashville plant and they did all this shit like get they're in a bad place and whenever any kind of company or entity or brand is in a bad place they start you know kind of throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks to see what they can get for a foothold you know what I mean and right the an event inevitably in the courts it was thrown out like they sued them over Dean's basically they call it the the z and the v but they're explorer and flying v shapes because they look very similar to gibson's but dean has been doing those shapes legit since the 70s and this was never an issue before <laughs> like yeah. so that's the thing is that like you know you've heard guys over the years say i'm the man you know, even just like cutting a promo saying, you know, you think you're bad. You think you're the man. I'm the man. I'm in there. I'm this. See, I'm punk said it a couple of times. Oh, you yeah. Got, and, and you can't trademark a colloquial term of to be the man. you got to beat the man. I've heard that before outside of Ric Flair. Sure, maybe Ric Flair mm -hmm. popularized it, but it became part of the zeitgeist. You can't just all of a sudden go, that's mine. You know, right. because if you do that and you do it at a very weirdly convenient time to where he also owes, by the way, like 250 some odd thousand dollars in government taxes. And then, no, 300 some, I think, in, in like, uh, like, go like um, federal taxes and like, I think like $150,000 to like state taxes. Like, that's another convenient thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's just not good with his money. I mean, you <laughs> dig your own you dig your own grave. I you know, I'm not super great 
with money sometimes, especially when I'm sad poot. Sad poot really likes to buy uh, future happy poot a guitar. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so... That's a good way of putting it. That that that's that's the thing. It's like you know we're not all good with our money, but when you're consistent like that over the years and it's well documented and you're unapologetic up to this point, I don't feel bad for you. Don't do dickbag moves. Okay, so I can't really comment on the whole Ric Flair thing because I don't know the I don't know the legalities of it. I don't know what he's trademarked and what he hasn't. If somehow he managed to pull a trademark on the man and to be the man, you got to beat the man. I, I, I have no idea how you do that, but if he did and he has those trademarked, all right, well, you know what? He's got a, he's got an argument then right, wrong or indifferent. If you have a trademarked, that's, that's your, that's your intellectual property. You own it. If I trademark beef, guess what, pal? You're either going to be, I don't know, Swiss cheese or something. You can call yourself something else, but if I trademark it, you'll pay me for it. Right, wrong, or indifferent. That's call just the way that it is. beef roast. <clears throat> well, whatever. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm trademarking the whole, the whole, uh, lineup of cow. <laughs> Sirloin, beef, tri-tip. Rump roast. Fucking, Rob uh, Gross, the legend. London Boyle. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'll trademark all of it. So that's well, I don't London Boyle, the legend. You have to you have to wait and see. You know what he actually has. You know legal claim to. But right. I will say this, and I, I, I don't know if you can permanently burn a bridge in WWE. Sure, it's crappy now. Feelings might be hurt. People might be angry. But there's always a way back. Always. Always a way back. Look at Hulk Hogan. Fucking Hulk Hogan testified against WWE and Vince McMahon in the steroid trial. This this wasn't like a this wasn't just like a law. This was a federal government lawsuit that was brought against Vince and the WWE for steroids. So it wasn't just Hogan going after them for a little bit of money or for a paycheck or whatnot, or you know, because somebody said brother on TV and he was like, Oh, I don't think so, brother dude. <laughs> <laughs> like he, brother, he testified man, brother, against brother, he testified dude. against that company in a in a federal trial. That's a good. And that point. was a long time ago, and look how much he's been. He they gave him the damn belt. It, it was before WCW when he testified against them. He was back. He was a tag team champion. He was the undisputed champion. He's been back several times in the WWE since he testified in open court against Vince McMahon in WWE. So. Who knows if Rick's going to last that long? He doesn't look well. But at the end of the day, unless you're Macho Man, for some reason that we will never, ever know, there's always a way oh, we back. Know. Oh, we, well, oh, we know why Vince doesn't want the Macho Man. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, or, well, well, one, because he's dead. Uh, but, yeah. Well, that, well that, that no is standing, but... Well, that, I, I was going to say, and, that, that and, uh, and I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, obviously, yeah, he's also dead, but look at, uh, look at Benoit. I don't think they'll ever lift the blacklist. No, I don't no. think they'll ever lift the blacklist off of him. But uh, you do bring up a very good point because I mean the shit with Hogan, you know the shit with Hart, um, you know again. Uh, and, Warrior, you know, and Warrior to go back to it, Benoit might be blacklisted, but every single one of his matches that he ever had in WWE is on the network. They True. might not list his name in there, but you can fucking watch them. True. Well, so here's 
and, and, and you, you, you bring up a wonderful point, Ransom, that, you know, money talks, in, especially with Vince and Shane McMahon's pulling out the stupid fucking trophy on TV. Sorry. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep my eye on SmackDown see, to see what, actually what happens here because so, so things might get a little bit more salty before we're done here. Sweet. Um, but yeah. you, I've, know, you I've make, got make a wonderful point. I've got Bleacher pulled up as well, Beef, so... Money, money talks. So if, if Vince McMahon thinks that Ric Flair is going to get him a buck, but I, I just, like, to me, it's not about Vince. It's about Triple H, a guy who has absolutely had Ric, Fla- Ric Flair's back forever. Like, to me, I think that Triple H views this as kind of indignant and... and oh, betrayal. Very, very it's a betrayal. Sad. It is. And, uh, and Charlotte, Char- Charlotte's the big one. Because, like Tom said, this could very well trickle down. You never yeah. know what Vince McMahon's mood's gonna be. He could yeah. say, "That fucking raisin wants to sue me. Fine, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll fucking, yeah. we'll fucking bury his daughter. You know, have her go out there and lose the fucking um." I, uh, I, I, I'm, like, listen, I'm not know, that it's... malicious. I'd never do something like that. You shut your mouth. You're fired. Huh? <laughs> It's a, it's a fair speculation, but it's very doubtful because yeah. Charlotte will bring the ratings. Charlotte will bring the money. And no matter how much of a pain in the neck um, Rick is being, like, Rick isn't going to cost the company. It's not going to hurt the company money-wise. Well, Whatever the outcome is, it's not going to hurt them. Yeah. Because he's not, um, he can't win it. Here's, it's not well, here's what should be doing. Charlotte's not going to fucking guy. Good. Charlotte's not going to get buried because she's too far on top. They're too far invested, and she makes them too much ratings and too much money for them to just go, nope, Rick fucked it, you're done, buried, back to NXT. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Um, Anything else before we wrap this point up? Because I feel like we kind of... The one thing I will say is that the one leg I think Rick has a leg to stand on is the name Flair. Um, because obviously that's not his actual name, uh, and he did own it before coming to WWE. Now, and they use it as Charlotte's last name, Charlotte Flair. So if he wanted to be real fucking petty, he could go that route. So I don't know why he's making, why he's choosing this hill to die on. Well, give it time. If he loses this one, he may very well go after the next player. <laughs> you never know. Like I said, the actions of a desperate man. Yeah. Yep. Um, speaking of the actions of a desperate man, well, no, that's not even a good segue. Speaking of the actions of a man that's had a little bit too much of the bubbly. The bubbly. Uh, <laughs> the bubbly. Um, the bubbly. So, so, so it, it's kind of more or less come out. Uh, as we had speculated whether or not the whole Chris Jericho losing the AEW uh, world title, if if it was a work or not, it's kind of more or less come out that it is a work. Um, I just want to get your guys' thoughts real quick on if if they would have actually been able to keep it under wraps, because I think it was more so the the uh, it was the police department that ended up posting a photo and then they took stuff down which i gotta say to jericho's credit when he made the videos both um it kind of seemed a little bit suspicious when he made the video inside his little hot tub when he did not have the title but he's in there with his scarf and it felt like he was cutting a promo then he gets the title back 
and you could tell by that point like that it's definitely had to be a work with just the way that he cut the promo and the way he's talking he's like he's like the police department taking photos and deleting them and taking them putting them down and it like it he hit all the marks and and he's gonna ride this to be the uh you know a little bit of the bubbly thing for a while but i want to get your guys's thoughts on who do you think do you think it was going to be cody um that they would have had like you know show up with the title like aha here's your title but you know you gotta fight me for it or something like that or whatever whatever angle they were going to do do you think it was going to be cody or um or do you think it was going to be somebody else that they were going to have that would have quote unquote have taken jericho's belt uh what do you think poop um you know first of all when i watched it with jericho sitting in the hot tub i really legit was sitting there and i'm going okay he's keeping kayfabe like i i was like we'll give him the benefit of the doubt because to me it's like oh what a coincidence this got stolen this got left i'm like jericho of literally anybody in the world is not that irresponsible he's not i mean mistakes happen but like give me give me an actual break um but i was like give him the benefit of the doubt he's keeping kayfabe maybe this is just like the whole thing he's not worried um but once it kind of kept steamrolling and there were those pictures about like you know deleting and all that stuff like that it, like i was like okay it's a work um i i really well, don't know i think it would have been if if anything they would have had it the a really cool idea and it's kind of obvious would be to have um would be to have hangman page be the one who stole it you know he's the outlaw you know he has that whole western thing he steals the belt kind of goes on a this is mine thing you know what i mean i want another shot you know you're not getting your belt back blah 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 you know they could have worked that if they wanted to like kill that angle pretty quickly but i i think that would have made sense for hangman page to do it or mox i mean once he I got mean well we keep saying the word work, and I don't think it's that black and white. I think I honestly think it's a work shoot, or a shoot, work one of the two. Um, basically saying that I think that the belt literally was misplaced, and that AEW wanted to try and, like, make that into an angle because they didn't have any fear. They knew it would turn up, and, of course, it did. But I think that in the beginning, it was legit, like, not there. Um, and then... I, I believe it because there was a police report. You cannot that that is incredibly illegal to falsify a police report, and those are a matter of public record. And there was a police report filed by the Tallahassee police about it. So like I I think it was legit, but I think that AEW wanted to kind of keep the work rolling, and then Tallahassee police blew their spot with posting a picture of it, and that's why they took it down right away. But by that point, you know, the die had been cast. Um, That's a good good point. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, I I think that, you know, I I can't see it being Cody because I think, I don't know, you know, I, I, at that point, I think, I think they were probably spitballing a couple of things. I don't think they had anything really in place. And then like two days later, it shows up in Tallahassee. So, um, you know, I, I I don't think they ran anywhere with it. Um, it's cool to speculate. Um, I think Moxley would have been a great guy to have it. Um, I think Kenny Omega would have been a great guy to have it too. Um, he's a guy that um, showing up on being the elite. Uh, he's kind of like 
losing his mind, so to speak, and he's sort of kind of making a heel turn. So uh, I, I, I'd be all about that, and I think that that would be a great way because, you know, people are always going to be into Jericho one way or the other. And, you know, Tom, you, uh, if, I'll, I'll mention real quick that uh, we, we talked about this in the chat the other day, like a little bit of the bubbly is his new fucking thing, man. Like he took a scarf and he made it a thing. He took a list, a literal piece of paper on a fucking clipboard and made it a thing. He made the, yeah. word, he took it the word a thing. It a thing. This is his new thing, a little bit of the bubbly. And, and, and it's already caught wildfire. So, I mean, God bless wildfire! Chris Jericho. Oh, I have. God to. bless Chris Jericho for everything he has ever done for wrestling because he's an amazing, amazing individual. Oh, absolutely. I 100% agree. Uh, Ran what, what are your thoughts there, Ransom, if you, if you have anything to add to that? Uh, uh, you know, I'm, I just, I want to echo what Beef said about, my God, say what you will about maybe Jericho slowing down a bit and not being as great as he was whenever he was, you know, the first ever undisputed champion. Sure, you could, you know, probably nitpick Jericho's in-ring work now as compared to then. But, I mean, he's aged. Give him a break. Right. Yeah, I, I At was going to say, same that's a natural token, process. Though, oh, yeah. At the same token, though, good Lord, this man is a genius. And if in, I know it's a little bit of a tirade, but I'm going to go on it. Um, you know, if AEW can secure him even past the point to where he's like, look, I don't want to do this stuff in a ring anymore. You know, my, my body's starting to hurt a little bit. I'm starting to get the achies. DDP can't help me any further. Even when he decides to, to go away in ring, AEW needs to secure him. As, as, as a backstage guy. Like, they Absolutely. really do. This dude is a 100% genius. And if you look back to the WCW days with, you know, the man of four billion holes or whatever the fuck he was, Lord Almighty, I, I, can't I cannot honestly think of another guy. And everybody, you know, talks about how, you know, much of a genius Vince McMahon and Paul Heyman are, you know, and even Triple H with what he's done with NXT. Yes, they very much are geniuses in the wrestling world. But I really don't know if anybody tops Jericho when it comes to the, a mind for what is going to work. Because he, he nails it 100% of the time. He hasn't had one variation of Chris Jericho that's been a flop. They've all been a resounding success. That being said, I don't know what they would have done or who would have taken it. If I'm going to fantasy book something, I'm going to say whenever this you know, whenever it happened... Maybe, just maybe, there were still talks, and I think I'm a little hopeful, a little overly hopeful at this point about CM Punk showing up in AEW. But I'm just thinking how great it would have been because, you know, AEW does like to give those little, you know, digs to WWE, especially Cody. He fucking loves it. <laughs> how great of a dig would it have been to, w to WWE like when Punk left, left, quote-unquote, the WWE they gave John Cena the belt, or he won the title, or whatever, and then CM Punk came back with the belt. Showed back up. He's got the belt. How great would it have been if that was Jericho's, or that was CM Punk's introduction into AEW? He comes in, and he's got the AEW belt. And they can run it as an angle, you know, with him and Jericho, and say, look, you call yourself the greatest in the world, or the best in the world. I'm the best in the world. I've got the belt. I'm the tag team champion. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I don't know. It's That's fantasy booking. That's, you know, something that would have made me mark out like a stupid little girl. Like, ah, see, I'm not going to be the best in the world. 
You know, yep. like I would have, I would have been, you know, I would have been a, a stupid nerdy little little girl. And you know, we, we I saw all would have. We all would have. I think, I think, I think, I, I, I think I said it last week where I said, how great would it be if CM Punk sent out a tweet with it like sitting in his fridge? You know, yeah. like that, that would have been like the absolute best. And you never know. I still think that the AEW has some um, has has some things up their sleeve for the premiere. Um, I hope they do anyway, because I think I think NXT is going to bring it real hard. Uh, but yeah, oh, you know, they will. It, they they have you know. to. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, um, I I obviously we don't know for sure yet if, if um, do we have a set date for the uh, for a title match between Roderick Strong and Velveteen, or they're just still kind of building it's the angle. Probably- well, I mean, NXT is tomorrow night. Um, we are recording on Tuesday night, so I, I bet that it's going to be announced for next week. Okay, for the I, debut. I was, that's what that's what I was going to ask. Um, I, I'm thinking it's kind of got to get to that point. Uh, last week with Roderick Strong, uh, uh, the burning. Olympian hit a spinning neck breaker and a moonsault. Owens makes another slow count, so Shane can kick out. He looks upset for doing it. KO convinces Shane not to use the chair. Gable grabs Shane, puts him in an ankle lock. Shane taps. Gable wins and gets to advance to the finals. Yes, there sir. There you go. There you go. Gable versus Corbin. Well, and... it's going to be Corbin. It's going to be Corbin. It's going to be Corbin. It's got to be it Corbin. It doesn't make sense oh, to go with the we, Gable. We've got to do nobody. predictions tonight, right? We do have we to do, do. predictions. Yes, sir. All right. 12, well, what? 12 fucking matches at Clash of the Champions. Fucking 12. Yep. Oh, my Lord. Um, yep. So. Can I... Uh, Clash nope. of the Titans of the Champions of the uh, Night of the Dead of the Night of the Dead of the Book of the Dead. Um can I I I want to spearhead that but dead. since we got to get to those what do you say we ju- thank our sponsors one more time then we jump into hot tag trivia and then do predictions. Well we also have a stump the chumps too this Ooh. week. Indeed. So yeah, let's do some things there but first let's thank Mr. Sean Tischler. Uh, and obviously uh, his work with uh, IWC right now and uh, bringing them back to the central Pennsylvania area with uh, Clearfield X, the 10-year anniversary show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you will not want to miss it. It is going to be uh, really, really good, I'm sure. I'm, I'm hoping that uh, uh, Wardlaw is there. Uh, he is the, the one of the newest signees to AEW, so this should be probably one of his last IWC shows, I would think. Uh, and then obviously uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Kato. Uh, so yeah, this is gonna be something, something good. So uh, talk to Sean, get some tickets, uh, come out and enjoy the craziness with us, as I'm sure will be nice and crazy. And then as always, we definitely want to thank Mr. Casual Gaming Dad himself, Tiger Bomb Tom, and uh, all the work. Oh, that's all right. We don't. With okay. us, uh, and uh, obviously on the channel there, uh, Tom. You said you're gonna be moving on to some. Uh, some exciting uh, PS4 games, right? Finally caught up with the new generation, huh? A little bit, yeah, yeah. It's a new day, new generation, and I'm still uh, a step behind or two. But anyways, uh, yeah, I just started up on South Park, the Fractured But Whole, last night. So I'll be doing part two of that tomorrow night on my channel. So it's uh, you fantastic. can catch that. Uh, I can't, I can't wait. Um, it, it's it's a little bit different with the battle system as compared to Stick of Truth. So it's t- so it's gonna take a little bit of getting used to for me, but um, but but so far I, I like the game. I, I gotta say though, real quick, I gotta throw this out there. Just I I love how inappropriate South Park is. So there was plenty enough inappropriate moments in the Stick of Truth. Um, right from the get go, 
when you're choosing your character and you can you know you can put a different outfit on hair this and that you choose your skin color which ends up being your difficulty so i'll give you a, I'll, I'll let you guess <laughs> what's the hardest difficulty and, <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah it's 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 bad and and it's funny because you hear cartman's little voiceover in the background when you're you know kind of deciding between skin tones when you pick the hardest difficulty slash that color skin he said this won't affect your combat just every other aspect of your life <laughs> and i'm like um, wow well oh, you know Park. tom i don't think that's fair to uh to judge translucent people you know you can see their skeletons that's the hardest <laughs> to, like oh okay. you mean uh, you mean you mean john cena oh yeah john cena difficulty you can't see your character the entire game but no i'll be uh i'll be playing that game uh on the <laughs> late night it's on my channel uh on facebook and youtube casual gaming dad and on twitch casual gaming dad 84 that's also the instagram page as well too if anybody wants to see stuff i gotta post some shit up on there what am i doing with my life <laughs> hey let's do a stump the chumps let's do that yours Let's do the stump, the chump. So this comes to us as per usual from the mid card maniac. Uh, if you do have questions, please submit them to Pittsburgh Piledriver Podcast at gmail.com. Two different uh, emails, one with the question, one with the answer, so that we can all participate. So, courtesy of Mr. Mid Card Maniac, uh, he says, and I quote, I recently saw a photo of CM Punk, so he is the inspiration for my question. We all know he used Call of Personality for his entrance music. Before that, he used the call This Fire Burns. What superstar was originally supposed to use This Fire Burns and actually did for one week before changing it? I know the answer to this question. Um, isn't it Kane? It is not. No? Okay. Um, hmm. Who used it for a week? I'm, I'm going to throw one out there. I don't think it's right. Uh, and I trust Beef to carry us on this one. I'm going to say... Uh, oh, it just it just left my, my brain space. Crap. Um, I haven't... By the way, I, I haven't looked at the answer yet, but I am like 100% certain I know the answer. But I'm, I'm not going to look at it until I say it, so... Um, uh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something stupid. I'm going to say Seamus. Nope. Mr. Ransom? Um, I think you and I are in the same boat because I I think we had a conversation about this at one point. I, I'm fairly certain you and I talked about it. I don't know why or I don't know how it got brought up. And maybe I'm 110% wrong. But I could have swore you and I talked about this before. And I think I think it's Randy Orton. Because I, oh. I, I think you and I talked about that. You are correct. He did use it, and that well, again, I, I'm not. I haven't looked the answer yet, but he did use that for one week on Raw, and then it was gone. Which I was like, "Hey, man, what a kick-ass theme!" Uh, yeah, right. Used this douchebag, and then he Stan Punk uh, got it. So, uh, and then now, right, so now, now was that? Uh, that was still back whenever he was using um, shit. Uh, Hey, hey, nothing yeah, burning my light. Yeah, that was that one. Yeah, I was trying. I was trying to remember the name of the the title of the track. Burning my light. Yeah, burning my light. I couldn't remember. I was like, once I figured that out, now I can't remember who actually did it. It was like Mercy something or other. I can't remember. Anyways, yeah, I did like that actually. Go ahead. The answer. Looking at the the email here, 
uh, is it was originally supposed to be used by Randy Orton, and it was in fact used by Randy Orton for one week. Well, so see, my next... mid card maniac for my that question guess was going to be uh, was going to be Mantar. So I mean, it fit. <laughs> honestly, it, it 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 fit for Orton, and it, and it was a good fit. It's a better fit for Punk, but you know. And, and, and Orton got himself a killer theme, so everything kind of worked out there. So, right on. Who performed that song? What yeah, song? that's kills, that, the what, Burn the of My Life. It was, it was, yeah, I was going to say oh. Kill Switch, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, I was going to say, uh, that actually comes up now on my iHeartRadio whenever I'm out doing my bike rides. I put on the WWE slash CFO station on my iHeartRadio, and that comes up. I get I get quite a bit of uh, Kill Switch, Theory of a Dead Man, um... Adelita's way and there's one more in there Code that Orange. usually comes up. No, no, but they need to put more on there, dude. I I listened to uh, I listened to the Busted Open podcast today, yeah. and uh, they they had or I'm sorry, it was it was technically it was yesterday's episode, uh, but they had they had the one dude from Code Orange on there. I was like, yeah, got a big old black and gold Pittsburgh. boner ever. Yeah, I got a big old black and gold boner. I was going to say man, Code Orange is a great band. I'm not generally I, I... into that style of metal, but man, mm. Code Orange is great. Yeah, Clockwork yeah. Orange was a great movie. <laughs> All right. I call wow. I, I call uh I call Beef on, uh yeah, I call Beef on this one. Wait, uh, we we already had the uh, order figured out. Yeah, we. So. Yeah, we. Oh. No, well, and that that no, that works out because you were supposed to ask me anyway. So oh, that works yay. out. Okay, um, and then I've got the um, I've I've already got the the list up for the uh, well, not online, obviously, like not on our page, but I do have the picks. I have the table already set and ready to go. Um, and if you want me to, I can add in, I don't know if you want to add in the King of the Ring thing as like a prop bet or anything, but we well, I mean, that's, that's that. a match, so yeah, it's a match. Is that going to happen at Night of the Champions? King of the Ring? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure Flash when the, the when the fuck they the were dead of the champions. Yep. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure when they were doing that match. So yeah. So, so let's, let's, let, let, let's knock out some, uh, some, uh, hot tag trivia here and then we can move on to the, uh, the stuff. Cool. Who wants to lead off with hot tag? I will. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. All right. All right, so Beef, we've been talking a lot about King of the Ring, and we said it was one of our favorites and how they're completely botching the dicks out of this. But if Gable wins, I'll be kind of happy. Um, first Gable. of all, we're, actu we're actually going to... Gable. Nah. Gable. Gable. All right. Oh. Um, uh, so thinking back Ooh. to previous... King of the Rings. We're going to be talking about um, one of the earliest ones, 1995. Okay, this will be the third King of the Ring. I would like you to tell me the contestants for King of the Ring that year. Good Lord. I'd like to tell you, I'd like you to tell me who won and who he defeated to become King of the Ring that year. Wait, so are you looking for all 8 slash 16 people in the, in, in, in the tournament? 10, 12, 14, all 16. You'll never get that. I will not give you any of those. All right, that's uh, cool. I, I will, I however, give you the finals and, 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 and the winner. That was the. Well, uh, by the way, Poot the Bard, I love you, so thank I, you. No, I wanted. I, I love you too, buddy. But the uh, that I that first one that give me all of the contestants in King of the Ring that year that was that was definitely a reach. I was like, oh, let's see if he knows it. But give me the winner and give me the superstars he defeated in the bracket. Oh, okay. In order. 
I'm actually struggling with who the third one was. Uh, I know that Brett won year one. Yep. Owen won year two. Mm-hmm. And then there's a gap between Austin and Triple H, etc. Um, hold on. Let me, because I actually have a question regarding a King of the Ring as well. So um, I do have a little bit of research in here. Ah, uh, hell. You said it was 1995? Yep. Oh, the silence is palpable. All right. So I think... I believe the the winner was King Mabel. Okay. Uh, Who did he beat? I want to say he beat Mo somewhere along the way. But I'm not 100% on that. No, you know what? I I don't think because they... They kept them together as a unit for a while after he won King. The big unit. Psychos oh, and Vicious Justice. <laughs> I, I, I can't even remember who he wrestled in the finals, man. Um, 95. Man, what a long time ago. Right. Um, obviously a face. Uh, I, I don't think it was a uh, little sparky plug, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't the 123 Kid. Although those two names have probably crept up somewhere in the tournament. Uh, wouldn't surprise me Mr. Perfect was in the tournament because he was around during that time. Which means that Doink was around during that time too. So all those names are probably the names in the tournament. Uh, did he beat Savage? No. I'm thinking Yokozuna. Oh boy. I'm, I'm struggling, Pooter. Um, what on earth was Mabel a king of the ring? He was an attraction, man. He was an attraction, he was and he was young. Like, and then he degenerated into viscera. Ugh. Here's my here's my question. The world's largest like, love machine. Everybody loved Men on a Mission. I don't understand why they said, "Hey, we're not going to push that tag team," but instead we're going to push this big guy who can't do anything. Yep. Um, all right, so King Mabel beat. I want to say Jake the Snake, but I know it's not Jake the Snake because he lost to Austin in the finals. Um, like I, I'm even trying to think of mid carters during that time. You know what? I, I'm just gonna say King Mabel beat one, two, three, kid. Uh, no. You you ready for this? Sure. So you were right. It was King Mabel. Um, Good. But you were very off on everything else. So <laughs> good. Uh, here were the contestants rapid fire. Adam Baum, Mabel, Jeff Jarrett, The Undertaker, Kama Mustafa, Duke the Dumpster Drozzy, King Kong Bundy, Shawn Michaels, Bob Holly, Mantar, The Roadie, Dunk the Clown, Lex Luger, Yokozuna, Razor Ramon, and Jacob Blue. Now, Mabel defeated Adam Baum in a minute and 54 seconds. So they Which really is a fucking travesty. It is oh, a travesty. Poor Adam Bomb. Mabel then defeated The Undertaker in 10 minutes and 44 seconds. Mabel then got a bye because Kama and Shawn Michaels went to a draw. And then Mabel beat Savio Vega. See, I was thinking Savio, but I'm like, I, I, I know for a fact that Savio played heavily into the Austin tournament too. So like, I was like, I don't think well, they're going to push him. Here's the thing. Savio Vega... Um, what replaced Razor Ramon? 
Uh, it was it was recent. It says here, Savia Vega defeated Erwin R. Scheister in a match prior to the pay-per-view to fill the vacancy left due to Razor Ramon's rib injury. So, uh, so it was... Um, it what was Savia Vega taking the place to take on Yokozuna, beat Yokozuna, beat the roadie, and then beat... Uh, uh, and then lost to Mabel in the final. So there you go. 1995, King of the Ring. What a time. All right, Beef, your turn. So keeping the same vein, and this is why I love you, Puta Bard, I'm going to talk about King of the Ring 1998. Tiger. Apricot. <laughs> Bomb Tom. Uh, I'm going to talk about King of the Ring 1998. What, what, what was that like <laughs> in the background? Okay. <laughs> so King of the Ring 1998. Of, it was the ghost of Jim Cornette. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you who the competitors were. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm just going to ask uh, you I'm straight sorry. up. Yeah, start that over again. What Which King of the Ring are you asking me about? King of the Ring 1998. Okay, uh, which, by the way, was in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, and uh, overshadowed by two main event matches. But that being said, there was a King of the Ring crown that night. Uh, I want you to give me, if if you can, give me the finals and who won. No clue. I will do this for you. I will, I'll give you the semifinals. Uh, well, I'll, I'll give you the last four. I'm not, not going to give you who faced who, but I'll give you the last four. It was uh, Jeff Jarrett, The Rock, Ken Shamrock, and Dan Severn. Oh, I love Dan Severn. Don't, I, honestly, I don't know. I don't remember, and I'm not going to waste your time. So go ahead. Wow. Can I, uh, can I hazard a guess? Yeah, man. Have at it. So I kind of remember that one. You won what? Uh, the the finals match. So the, so the two that were in the final and who actually won. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty confident that I know this one. Oh, look at you. Do Do you want me to go, or do you want me to give? Or do you yeah, want, man. Who, do you have have to go there. No, go ahead. Okay. Um. And just the reason why is I think like I, I watched I watched a lot of the stuff from '98 because that's one of my favorite years. That's when uh, I, I can't I can't remember this detail, but I, I I can't remember if this was the kicking off of the Rock Shamrock feud, or if they had been feuding for a while and it culminated in this match. But it was the Rock versus Ken Shamrock in the finals of that match, and the Rock didn't win. Ken Shamrock did. Ken Shamrock was king of the ring. That is correct. Ken Shamrock. Ken motherfucking Shamrock was King of the Ring over the damn rock. He did it with by the angle lock, too, didn't he? He sure did. Defeated him by angle submission. Lock? Yep. Yes, sir. Uh, by the way, uh, there were two pretty important matches here. Uh, the uh, the infamous Kane versus Steve Austin match where, uh, where Kane won, and I think, uh, what, 24 hours later, he relinquished the title. Uh, and then, of course, the, uh, by God, that man's got a family. Uh, Undertaker versus Mankind of Hell in a Cell also appeared at this event. Good God Almighty, that killed him. Good God Almighty. Yep. All right. All right. Your turn. Uh, well, uh, I'm not going to talk about King of the Ring. Oh. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm going to talk about something that happened. Uh, that happened after <laughs> a Clash of the Champions. Oh boy. Um, so there's been. Many a times that many a titles have been vacated over the years. Uh, but I want you to give me the most recent vacation of the United States title and and the circumstances that surrounded it. 
Oh my goodness. This was this was when? This was after a clash of the night of the living dead? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this was this was uh of the dead. Uh, yeah, of, of the what? dead. Oh. Uh, of the, the dead. Of the dead. <laughs> um yeah, this this happened after a clash of the champions Jeez. pay-per-view, but I want you to give me uh I don't need an exact date, but if you can give me like month and year, that'd be that'd be super. Oh month and year. Yep. Most recent vacated US title incident. Poop on a log. Um Jeez, oh man. Just be happy it was this and not a new Japan question. Oh, I got that never would have gotten that. I know. That would have been a good one for beef. I never would have gotten that. Yeah. <clears throat> Wait a minute. You're uh, saying this is the most current vacated one? Yep. The most recent. The most recent time it was vacated. The United States title. I think I know this. Okay. I, I need a little help. Can you give me a year? Poot, can you give me a year or Tom? No, can you give me the that's, year? That's what I'm asking you. Is a, yeah, a I don't know. I don't know what the year is. I, I might be able to tell you who vacated it, but I, I can't. Go, go ahead, and we'll go from there. You, you want me to give him a, a year? Nope. Okay. Because that's that's part of the answer that I want. Okay. Um. I don't know the I don't know the incident surrounding it, but I, I want to say that Dolph Ziggler vacated the t or lost the title, or it was stripped fr from him, or like he had it and it was vacated for some reason from Dolph Ziggler. You're 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 pretty much right on the ball with that. Do you do you know? You you can't give me any. You don't have any other idea of the incident surrounding it. No, I don't. I, or... I want to say it was Ziggler, and okay, and I don't know. I don't know the year. I don't. Okay. Poot, you want to help him out? 2017. It was December. Yep. What was the incident surrounding it? He uh, Wasn't that when he just dropped it and he quit and walked out? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. So here's so here's what happened. Uh, so Dolph Ziggler had won the title in a triple threat match that involved uh, Bobby Roode uh, at Clash of the Champions December 17th. 2017 and then uh december 26 2017 on an episode <laughs> of smackdown uh smackdown general manager daniel bryan ruled that dolph ziggler vacated the title after he left it in the ring on the december 19th episode of smackdown jeez yep so you were you were sniffing around there you were you were you pretty much had the scent and uh so I'll give you half a beef coin on that one. That was a pretty good job. I like how yeah. Tom's just handing out beef coins left and right. <laughs> yeah, beef hey, I'll do what I want. I'll hand beef out coin. I'll hand out beef coins. I'll hand I'll hand out fucking whatever. Hand out tiger. Hand out of Bardic, Bardic, Bardic tiger rubles. Bardic rubles. Tiger bucks. Bardic rubles. 
thinking thinking uh poot poot nickels poot nickels yes i love it (laughs) you guys you two better watch it or else they're gonna have another lawsuit flying around here for copyright infringement oh boys Um, the the official currency of of uh bardic industries (laughs) okay poot put me out of my misery how much do you know about the the royal rumble the royal rumble but not as much as beef does okay well, Beef might be a phone a friend on this. Uh, this is uh, this is Royal Rumble '92. Ooh, so it's a throwback. That's a oh, I don't. I'm really not familiar with the early, 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 early ones. So, so Beef Beef uh, really might be tagging in on this one. All right, <clears throat> all right. So I want in this particular order the first three entrants. The last three entrants, the final four it left in the ring, and the winner. <laughs> God, I don't think I can give you that. Jeepers, creepers. Well, yeah, that's a, it's a okay. humdinger. So this this was what? Let's see. The first rumble was what in '89. So beef, you're not a lifeline until Poot gives up. So shut okay, your hole. That's fine. Nope, I'm 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 just thinking timeline to myself. You're all good. Ninety two. Wait a minute. No, beef. We ta- we. Uh, I remember us talking about this. You always bring up one of the early rumbles where it was flare. Because I know I I like I feel I really feel like you say ninety two is the flare year. I can't help you, man. I, I know my my I'm my lips are sealed until. Until you call on that lifeline, I I can't gonna, do anything for you. I'm going to say that was Flair year. Because every year when we watch the Rumbles, we we this year, I think this year we watched the Flair one. I think we did. I think we watched the Flair one this year, and I think this was Flair year. So I'm going to say 92 was Ric Flair. Well, you already lost because you're going out of order. <laughs> Well, okay would, then. Beef. Go first ahead. off, give me the give me the first three entrants I, in I, order. I don't know. Uh, 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 <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> Getting flustered. No, it's because I'm like, well, okay, I already lost, so there's no point. Um, no, you didn't lose. Don't be such um, a weenie. Eh. Um, no, that's <laughs> <laughs> I, Poot, Poot, I for what, sure know what? the last three and the winner beyond I know, that and, and, and i know one of the first three entrants i'm damn 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 certain that this is the rick flair year so i think i have that the first three i haven't the goddamn this clue i'm gonna wait a minute no, that was that. Flair was one of the longest running ones, wasn't he? Wasn't he one of the first ones in? So Flair, I'm gonna say Flair. Uh, Flair, Michaels, and I don't know Jim Duggan as the <laughs> three that were in first. Is that is that your entrance of one, two, and three? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with the winner is Flair. And the final three, I don't know, fuck, fuck all no. Hulk Hogan, The Undertaker, and Sid Justice. In that order? Yeah. Beef, you want to help out? I do. 
So, uh, so let's start I don't... off with the first three entrances. He says right. after sipping the... his tea and putting it down indignantly, I do. <laughs> uh, I don't know I number would. one. I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you that up, up front. But number two was Savage. Number three was Flair. Um, the and, and you look for the last three in the ring. Last, last three, three to come entrance. in. So twenty seven or twenty eight, oh, twenty nine, okay. thirty. Uh, 28, 29, 30. I think Hogan was 28. I think Vicious was 30. Or, not Vicious, uh, Justice at that point. So Justice was 30. Uh, 29, I don't know. Somebody stupid like <laughs> fucking Papa Shango or something. <laughs> um, and then I think, so, so what happened was, I think Sid eliminated Hogan. And then it was down to Flair and Sid. Or no. Shit. Was it Sid eliminated Hogan? Or, Ho I think, no. Hogan eliminated Sid, and then Sid helped Flair eliminate Hogan. Thus, Flair won the WWF title uh, by eliminating Hulk Hogan. Went on to feud with Macho Man Randy Savage at WrestleMania 8, whereas Hogan and Sid Justice went on to have a match at WrestleMania 8, which was Hogan's quote-unquote retirement match. Tom, any idea? I, I, I was just going to say 92. Uh, it sounded like it... I, I was pretty certain that that, that, that sounded... the. It was the flare year because that seemed like it was around that right time frame. Because I was trying All to right. think back of when the first rumble was as well. So. All right, I pulled it up and oh, Jesus Christ! So you guys were bouncing all around here, uh, but you all got Flair right. Flair was the winner. Yeah. So entrant number one, British Bulldog. Entrant number two, Ted DiBiase. Entrant oh. number three, Ric Flair. Okay. Oh, I got Ric Flair right. Entrant twenty-eight, Sergeant Slaughter. 29, Sid Justice. Bleh. I got Sid yeah. right, too. 30 is the Warlord. <laughs> oh, the Warlord. Right. Yeah, speaking of somebody obscure. So mm. the last four entrants in the ring were Savage, Hogan, Justice, and Flair. Flair and Sid eliminated Savage. Sid eliminated Hogan. And then Hogan, you know, in typical Hogan fashion, stayed out there. Him and Sid jawed back and forth. Hogan reached up and grabbed and held onto Sid's arm or Sid's hand. And Flair came up behind Sid and dumped Sid over. See, that's what I was thinking. But I was like, Hogan wasn't a heel, so it would make more sense for Sid to do that to Hogan. But no, I was right the whole time. Hogan was a heel. So, so I think so I think Hogan was always a heel. Yeah, he was just yes, a big old was. fat baby, big old fat baby. No, he's just a, yeah, he's a he's a stealth heel. Fake yeah, he's a stealth heel. Hill. Yeah, Flair, good, good. Uh, Flair's time in that was uh, one hour and two seconds. Wow. Holy shit. He had five wow. eliminations. Talk about wow. going Broadway. I know, right? All right, well, uh, now that we got some trivia out of the way, now it's time to test our mental madness against uh, against one another and the combat of predictions. Uh, now, before we do this, yeah, I was just going to ask this. We do this we need to figure out how we're going to quantify this with the old choose weight title i liked doing the group of them last time so like i'm all in doing like this and like hell in a cell and then like full gear to end it off is that um, all in the month of september no 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 Not this even. is september hell in a cell is october and then um full gear is like mid-november i think beef can, just can wants we to do... leave 2019 the champion that's what he wants. he does right um can we, I was... can we do it by month 
that's what I was thinking we were doing. Okay. That's what I thought we yeah. were so if doing. There's, if there's multiple pay-per-views or multiple, you know, events, special events, whatever WWE Lump calls it into anymore. one. Yeah, it, within a month, they'll be lumped into one. But if there's only one that month, then that's that's the only one that, that counts. Yeah, so, like, and then that, that way it also works out, too, because, like, once a quarter, it's a big show, at, like, with, you know, with the, uh, you know, with one of the big four pay-per-views, the NXTs, and Maybe. then you're probably going to get an AE, and then you're probably going to get an AEW. So, at the very least, once a quarter, we're going to have a multiple match, uh, you know, predictions card going on reportedly nxt is not happening on royal rumble weekend which makes beef sad face that does uh, make me sad face too but that's oh, that's nothing that's 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 neither here nor there wait, what's not uh, happening anyway. wait what uh, nxt takeover so allegedly uh and this is all again speculation they have not released the takeover the, the nxt takeover schedule for 2020 yet as it's going to be kind of its own brand now uh, i don't think they're going to be like jumping off of the same points as WWE pay-per-views anymore. That's a bunch so of So for Royal right for Royal Rumble weekend they're doing a when worlds collide which you know could be an okay show but I would much rather appreciate a NXT a takeover. takeover. Yeah. Even what's, even what's a UK a, takeover I think. What's a worlds collide? It basically brings uh I almost said characters, uh wrestlers from all four brands onto the same show and um there's usually kind of a theme with it or what have you so so you got oh, like okay. the last the last one they did I think was like NXT NXT UK and 205 Live, right? Well, and th those are predominantly the brands with like a smattering of SmackDown and Raw in there as well. That yeah. was where Luke Harper's last match was against uh, Dominic Dijakovic, and oh. uh, Vince hated that match so much that that's why Luke Harper's on TV anymore. Well, where uh, uh, all right? I'm gonna go off on a on a side thing here, but it can be fast. Where the hell is Luke Harper? Sitting out. Well, he's sitting out. If you yeah, if you remember, uh, earlier this year he asked for his release of the contract, and uh, WWE said no. And then so what? Vince they're is... just they don't want to do anything with him, but they don't want him going anywhere else. Yep. Exactly. So they're just going to pay him out the rest of his contract to sit at home. Yep. Yeah. And which is justly. Uh, sorry. Which is also kind of uh, which is also kind of one of the things that in one of the episodes of Being the Elite. Uh, the the uh they poke fun at that like when they were talking about uh having uh peter avalon sit out his contract or something like that because they weren't going to use two librarians that like when they were toying <laughs> with that notion. yeah yeah i can't I'd, I'd have to go back and find it but but that but again they were taking jabs at wwe for that so that's that's exactly allegedly what, what? Uh, allegedly what? what they want to do is that apparently because he missed some time with injury they want to tack that on to like the end of his contract. So I thought um, I already heard that they did that. That and so that could be. So I think it was supposed to be up this fall. So with that time tacked on, who knows where? Basically, kind of like the option, like all pro athletes have, like an option with their contract with that that um, the the organizations have. Uh, this is WWE and Vince McMahon base calling the shot, being like, nope, we didn't get enough time, maybe, so we're gonna tack on an extra six months or whatever, and. So who knows when Brody Lee will be free? But but uh, man, Brody, we're yeah. we're rooting for you. Ho ho hopefully we'll see uh she uh hopefully yeah. we'll see you on uh, New Japan or uh, or uh, AEW before time is up. All right, All right well, so real real fast, I'm not done. Nah, real fast. <laughs> two two questions here to pose to the group, and it it can be real fast. I don't need a long drawn out answer. A, if they're gonna if they're not gonna let him out of his contract and they're gonna pay him. 
why do you think they're not using him in some form or fashion, even if it's as an enhancement talent to get other people over? It's... Why are they not using him at all? And and two, when his contract does come up and he's finally out, where does he go? I really, truly believe that the reason they're keeping him off, because even if you're enhancement talent and, and they're burying you, you're still in people's minds and people like uh, people really like Luke Harper. And I mean... You know, they'll see that and they'll get pissed off and it'll bring bad press to WWE. It will. So what they're doing is keeping him off TV, hoping he'll stay out of people's minds and people will forget about him that whenever he does have the ability to go somewhere else, then they won't like no one will really care. care They'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah. WWE like throw him to the, you know, kind of put him away. and eh, Who cares? You know, like they're hoping that'll happen. But they no matter what they do. It won't happen, and I think, honestly, one of two things is going to happen. They're going to do some angle where he's one of the baby boys who comes back to Bray Wyatt and is, like, one of the fucked-up people in the Fiend Squad, as I like to call it. Mm -hmm. Um, Or he's going to go to AEW, you know, or Japan. Like, one of those two. I pretty much echo those sentiments, so. Um, The, the, The reason... I'm sorry, Tom, go ahead. Well, I, I was just about to say, if uh, if you cannot uh, stumble over your words and have a stroke, I was going to say uh, we'll have you we'll have you kick off the first prediction that I have listed. But what were you going to say? Yeah, the reason that Luke Harper is not wrestling right now, uh, like Boot said, is basically to keep him out of sight, out of mind. But also because Vince really, really, really shit on that match with him and Dijakovic, he was not a fan, and it was it wasn't a bad match. It was two big guys that really went, but uh, yeah, Vince just wasn't a fan of it, so he's using it as an excuse to keep him off. As for where he ends up, uh, as much as I want to say AEW, I think he's a better fit for New Japan. Maybe even a member of the Bullet Club. That'd be kind of cool. Well, does he stick all... with the with the dirty tank top, blue jeans gimmick, or does he show up in tights and you know like wrestle as a wrestler? I mean, Brody Lee kind of kind of did the same thing where he came out in like jeans and and a, and a tank top. I believe that's not gonna be like a dirty tank top, but you know he'll he'll be much the same guy as he is now, pretty much. Yeah. All right. Well, with that with all that out of the way and all the speculation, we'll have to keep our eyes on, as I'm sure the dirt sheets uh, the dirt sheets will do so, and all the wrestling darlings of the internet and interwebs will do. Uh, but in the meantime. Let's get under uh, underway to some predictions. So the first match that I have listed, uh, which I'm sure will probably be a pre-show match, unfortunately, is the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. We have the defending champions Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Fire and Desire, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Beef the legend, since you were so sad-faced about the possible loss of a... NXT takeover over Royal Rumble weekend. I'm going to let you have a happy face and go ahead and pick this first match. So go ahead. Uh, so I think, first of all, that, uh, you know, Corey Graves may have to excuse himself from the announce table in this match because he may just um, have to replace his underwear. Uh, I, I but... might as well because I would. <laughs> no. Okay. Anyway, all four, um, all four he says. Um, so ones. let me. Let me be clear, and, and, and I said this to you guys in, in, in the chat the other day, so I'm, I'm going to go kind of on a rope here. Uh, I think that uh, so the, the, the answer... What the fuck is that? That's, 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 that's Poot being Poot. No. Uh, so I think that uh, Cross, and Bliss, Cross and Bliss will win. Uh, I think that 
um, Bailey and the Boss both walk out with titles as well. I think that Bailey and the Hug, the Boss and Hug connection beat Cross and Bliss uh, on the debut of SmackDown Live uh, on Fox, and then I think at Hell in a Cell you see the four horsemen collide for all the gold. Uh, Becky and Charlotte versus the Boss and Hug connection for every single title on the line, in which we see the other four horsemen. Right, come, the right. other four horsemen come out and yeah. What event are we happen. talking about again? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just saying where 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 my mind is. Uh, but to answer your question, cross and bliss. Well, thank you. <laughs> that went around our asshole to get to our elbow there for a second. <laughs> my God. <laughs> uh, Ransom, who do you got? Uh, sorry, I was taking a drink. Uh, well, I, I think this is all going to end up culminating at Royal Rumble when, in the number thirty entrance um, of the Women's <laughs> Royal Rumble, uh, Ric Flair comes out. And Woo! ends up putting over Charlotte. Charlotte ends up winning the Women's Royal Rumble to go on to then enter the Men's Royal Rumble. Uh, <laughs> she'll win that, uh, capture all the titles, and then end up losing all of them to Shane McMahon, who will be the SmackDown and Raw Women's Champion, the Universal and the WWE <laughs> Champion, probably somehow end up winning King of the Ring, and then uh, also land in New Japan Pro Wrestling, where he'll win the NWA and the AE. <laughs> So I digress. <laughs> go back to the I think I think question. I think you better send that fucking ambulance, man. That that that, that oh just did God. it for me. My face <laughs> is drooping. <laughs> my face is drooping. So yeah, to go back to the original question, I think uh, Cross and Bliss win. Oh my God. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 no, I'm dying over here. Uh, I think I might. Drooping. My uh, face isn't drooping. I just can't breathe. Tom, Tom can't be, breathe. All right, hold on. Uh, He's dripping. I, I, I I'm also asleep. <laughs> no. <laughs> Poot's like, fuck this, I'm out. It's like, I've um, had enough of this idiot's tirades. I'm going to bed. I know, right? Um, so I, I also pick Alexa, uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross uh, to win this one. I, I would love to see Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville get it at some point. Uh, Amen. Giggity. But um but, were they were they originally in the Ryan squad together? No, no, you're they thinking were never the uh, squad. You're... Yeah, they no, they were they were not the Ryan squad. They were with uh Paige as Paige. the yeah, as one oh. of the little trio was there. Yeah, I know. Absolution. Uh, no. There you go. Thank you. Absolution. The submission uh, sorority. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Well, anyway, so yeah, go ahead and uh go ahead with your pick there, Pooh. I was gonna pick, but Ransom already took my original pick, so I'm gonna have to go with uh <laughs> I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go with uh uh Bliss and Cross as well. It's too soon to take those belts off them. It just is. It's that simple. Yeah, and I and I think this is gonna set up um I, I think it'll set up for a nice little uh you know, a nice little breakup feud turn or whatever, whenever they finally do drop the belts, you know, I think, in, I think maybe that angle that we were thinking of before with the whole, like Alexa betraying Nikki sort of thing. I think maybe that'll happen. Like once they drop the titles, it'll be like, you know, um, I don't know, but, but what the fuck is that? <laughs> Seriously? It's the nut button app. The nut button. Yeah, app? When you hit it, it says nut. I, I don't have that, but I'm going to have to look it up now. Not. 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 Got it. <laughs> wait, that's, wait. That's... Not. <laughs> For all four of them. All right. Um, so the next match I have, uh, probably also another pre-show match. Da, 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 the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, it is Drew, uh, your champion, Drew Gulak, versus 
Humberto Carrillo versus Lince Dorado. Uh, oh, I forgot the Lince was in this match. Son of a bitch. All right. Well, that's why I do the picks. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, nuts. Sucks to be you, <laughs> nerd. Yeah, nerd. Uh, Ransom, go ahead with your pick. Uh. <laughs> I know. I caught you while you're taking another <laughs> drink. Uh, you did. You did. I'm good for that. Um. Ooh, uh, I think I think I think Gulak wins this one, and I think Gulak wins this one because I think it sets up um, a comeback for uh, Tyson and Mayweather to face off against Brock Lesnar. All right, all right, all right. We'll face Drew Gulak. All right, I'm also picking Drew Gulak. I think it's too soon to take it off him. I think he's going to have a lengthy title run with this. And I, I couldn't even tell you who the other two fucking jamokes are. So Gulak all the way, baby. I'm sure Beef can get you a history lesson on those two. I, I'm sure he can give that history lesson to me outside of the picks. But Let's uh, go! Go ahead, Poot. Not. Gulak. <laughs> Short and sweet. Uh, beef. Boy, you know, I thought I was going to be the fucking salty one, but you guys are all fucking showing me up. Uh, no, I mean, you know, Lindsay's been around since the uh, uh, we go. 205 Live, and uh, or since uh, the Cruiserweight Classic. <laughs> and uh, uh, Umberto Carrillo is actually the, uh, the the rookie sensation over there. It makes sense to have Carrillo win, but not yet. Uh, and also it goes, you know, you, you got to think when... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I sorry. Hear, we I love you, Beef. We do. I, I hear. I hear. I'm. I'm anticipating the nut button coming up. Like that's <laughs> that's all I was anticipating, and that and that made me laugh. I'm sorry. My other point was that you got to think about when they're going to bring in. Um, oh my God! You have me so off my game. I can't even fucking think <laughs> of it now. Um, it's Gulak. It's it's Gulak. I'm 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 picking Thank Gulak you. because he's gonna win the fucking the Ace of the Juniors. Thanks for the history lesson, Jr. <laughs> oh my God. No. I can't. I can't. Oh. Okay. oh my God. All right. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Jesus <Not>. Christ. No. Um... <laughs> Not. <laughs> oh no! Here he Tony comes. Clifton, the Tony, Tony Clifton, Clifton nut button. <laughs> oh Jesus! All right, don't, don't start! Don't start! We're all gonna start oh, no. dying and hyperventilating. <laughs> all right, <clears throat> here we go. Okay, all right, boy. next match. Next match. Um, I think I think this will probably be again. These are always these are always never in necessarily match order, but this is pro what I have down. Um, wow, I hear a really bad echo. What the hell? It's on Anywho. your end, buddy. Is it? Yep. Okay. Anyway, all right. Uh, so WWE Raw Tag Team Championship match: Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman, uh, defending champions versus. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. I will pick this one, and I'm going to say that uh, Ziggler and Roode take the titles. Pootski. Smart call, because that's what I was going to do as well. All right. Beefer. Uh, I'm going to continue the trend, and we're picking all the same. Ziggler and Roode. And Ransom. Mr. Clifton. Uh, Ziggler and Roode. <laughs> Ziggler Rude across the board. I can't. That's so fucking funny. 
Mustache! Mustache Mountain! Alright, um... All right, the next match, uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey versus Charlotte Flair. Uh, Poot, you are up to pick. Not Bailey. <laughs> I would. Really can't nut in a match with Charlotte Flair. Really can't. <laughs> uh, beef. You, sir, you underestimate my ability. Uh, you know, I saw I saw Charlotte on SmackDown tonight, and her Here like it looks go. like her face work has already gone to shit. Like it feels like she just came back what with the face work like two months ago, and it's already like drooping and looks terrible. So you know, poor Charlotte. Uh, I'm picking Bailey. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Ransom, who you got? Bailey. And I also have got Bailey. This is going to be a pretty, pretty even killed card. I, and it's not even. It's not even by. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even by dint of anything dude. it's just these matches seem kind of obvious pretty predetermined well we you never know we might we might disagree on some stuff so actually you know this... with rollins and braun i there there was a tinge of me that says because everyone expects uh, them to lose do it i i feel like they may <laughs> like, might just do it but please <laughs> Uh, but uh, I, but I, I, I can't. You know, Ziggler and Rude make me too much sense. So, please not. <laughs> uh, well, all right. So who picked that? Uh, Poot picked first on that, right? Yep. All right. Yep. So, Beef is up to pick next. Uh, here you go, King of the Ring Finals, Baron Corbin versus Chad Gable. Beef or Rooney? Who you got? Chad, Chad Gable because I got to root against the Evil Empire. Ooh, ransom. Corbin. Yeah, that's my boy, because that's who I'm going with. It doesn't make sense for Gable. It just doesn't. Hail King Corbin, baby. Poot, who you got? Man, I, I got to be a fighting champion. I got to go with Gable. Ooh. He's ready. He's willing. He's Gable. Oh, well, he's... Uh, never mind. I'm not going to make an insensitive joke there. But uh, let's see. All right, next match. Uh, officially, I guess, just made official today. So I'm going to have to fix that because I had this match is not officially listed as of yet. And apparently it is now. So United States Championship, AJ Styles defending against Cedric Alexander. Uh, Ransom, who you got? Styles. Um, I am. This is a hard one for me to pick, actually, because um, I feel like they're bringing Cedric Alexander on a nice momentum upswing. But I think this is a case where he's going to get over more losing than he will willing. So I'm going to say styles as well. Uh, Poot, who you got? I Ooh. feel like, I feel like making the OC look weaker than they already are is kind of a kind of erroneous. So I'm going to go with uh, styles and beef. Did you know that this match was supposed to be Styles versus Ricochet in a ladder match for the United States title? I did not. I, nope. I, I, I'm, I'm disappointed it's not all the same. These two athletes can go. They had a hell of a match on Raw. So I, um, I, I'm rooting for this, uh, Cedric, but I think that it's going to be AJ. I, uh, can I just say that I'm proud of you that you did not call him Cedric this week? I know, right? Yeah. Thank you. Huh, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, next match. Mispronounced names. 
<laughs> well, here's the name you could definitely mispronounce in the Intercontinental Championship match. Shinsuke Nakamura versus The Miz. Um, Let's see, who picked first last? Uh, Ransom picked first, right? So it's on me. Um, I am going to pick Nakamura. I think it's too soon. I think they need more of a time to let that uh let that angle burn with him and Sammy and that whatever the fuck they got going on there. So, uh, poop. Uh, you know what? I I to be perfectly honest with you, this program between them, I don't really know. So, uh, oh man, I wish I could pass. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, you know what? I'll go with the Miz. I'll go with the Miz. Okay. Beef. Uh, so two things. One, uh, speaking of mispronunciation, my mo- my uh, my mother-in-law likes to call Shinsuke Nakamura shit stained guacamole. And um, <laughs> wow, the uh, pop quiz hot shots. Okay. There are two okay, people. Okay, speed reference. Go ahead. There are there there are two people on top of the Intercontinental Championship the the standings at nine reigns apiece. Who are they? <laughs> at nine wins apiece. Nine reigns apiece. Yes, sir. Oh, Jericho and the Miz. Come on. Yep. Right. So one of them is a rival company's champion. Uh, you want to put the Miz all by himself in this category, so the Miz wins. That's an interesting theory. It's nothing theory. This is this is Vince McMahon being petty and vindictive as he likes to be. I I I, I would almost put this as beef lock of the week. Ooh. Would you say being uh, would you say that being vindictive makes Vince McMahon? Not. <laughs> I would. I would say that oh, it does. You would, huh? Oh <laughs> uh, uh, fuck it, ransom. Who you got? Miz. Ooh, wow. I'm the lone Nakamura guy. Okay. Nakamura. This Talk might Nakamura. be Tiger Bomb's month. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Hootsky, you and I have agreed across the board so far, so we got we, we, we got to change that. Uh, well, um, you know what? That's on you. I'm playing chicken with you. I'm the champ. I got no fear. Oh. Go. All right. Um. <sighs> okay. Next match. Um. Let's see. Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan. Uh. Oh. I believe Poot, are you up to pick first? The- yeah, I picked I picked not I picked uh shit staying guacamole as beef's mom likes to call him. So <laughs> the, the only yeah. the only reason why um uh Eric Rowan would lose this match is so that he's downtrodden and shut down uh and then joins up with uh the f- the the fiend contingency. So uh I'm gonna I'm gonna say Eric Rowan. They just started this whole thing with him. They gotta make him look like a monster. Okay. I'm gonna say Rowan. Okay. Beef. Uh I mean Roman Reigns hasn't had that great of a record on pay on like major pay per views or, you know, even non major pay per views this week this year. He's gotta get something here. Uh, I, I I think I think he wins, but this is this isn't over. This isn't over. All right, so Reigns. So Roman Reigns. Uh, Ransom. Reigns. And last but not least is me, and I am also going to pick Roman Reigns because the last times that I've bet against him, it's bit me in the ass, and I've just learned to fucking go with it. So I'm picking Roman Reigns. Uh, so Poot's the lone man on that one. This, yep. could, be, this could be another interesting turning I, point. I just feel like it's stupid to have it be like... 
to have it be like, oh, we're gonna build you, we're gonna build you up, build you up, build you up. You're gonna have this thing, and then all of a sudden you lose. Like I, I know they've done it before, but like, come on, don't do that. Like WWE has written the book on that booking, so I we'll know. see. We'll see. They could always do a thing where you know Roman Reigns is, is about to pick up the victory, and Rowan snaps and uh, you know does something to get himself disqualified. You know, he probably gets involved. He comes out on top. You know, looking like the stronger person, but yeah. Roman Reigns technically wins due to a disqualification. Well, that's if uh, Daniel Bryan, if Daniel Bryan gets involved, that sets up Rowan Bryan. I mean, yep, true. So who knows? This 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 could be what what turned what started as a very uh, Scooby Doo esque kind of fucking what the hell's going on storyline. Uh, I hate it, it when I get a, I hate it when I get a Scooby Doo esque <sighs> fucking. It's always. Lots of doors and confusion and old men in masks. Oh. <laughs> that, that, I was going to say, that uh, sounds like... Uh, I don't, never mind. I'm not even going to go there. All right. Uh, uh, Daniel next... Bryan and Eric Rowan still like no. a team or a stable no. or something? Theoretically, well, Rowan, no. Rowan, Rowan took uh, Daniel Bryan and Eric... Or, um, sorry, uh, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns out last week. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. It could all be just a ploy. Right. Could be. All right, uh, next match, WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship. The New Day defending against The Revival. Uh, beef? Yeah, beef. Another one that makes me sad, The New Day. Wow, okay. The top uh, guys right. are on Raw, and I, and I, and I, and I know we have, we, we have a draft coming up again here before Fox or after Fox or one of the two, but I, I, it's just, you know, The New Day are going to beat The Revival. I'm, I'm sorry, but sad face. All right, Ransom? I think I'm in the same boat. I want the Revival to win, but I'm calling the New Day. Same. Yep, same here, New Day. It's the newest uh, of days. Yep, New Day across the board. Okay. Um, all right, WWE Raw Women's Championship. <sighs> Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. Ransom, you're leading it off. I think they're going to put it on Sasha because I think they'll have Bailey and Sasha be. I think they'll have them be like, maybe they won't. I don't know. I I don't know what to call for this one. Uh, I'm going to say Becky. Oh, okay, Becky. All right. Um, as much as I know, it's going to give Ransom a stroke. I think Sasha might take it this time. Um, so I'm going to call Sasha. Oh, it's Sasha. Oh my god, it writes itself. Having them both be have the belts, it just writes itself. Two heel champions, I love it. Sasha. Alright, and beef. It's boss time. Hey, yeah, you know, again, out. you know, what what um Do I have you an know, what I alerted button? to what I what I alerted to alluded to earlier, I think that we see a uh, <laughs> a, a four horsemen four horsemen tag team match at Hell. Horseradish? Mm. In which the other four horsemen get involved Horse and set up the Survivor Series. Uh, if, if 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 Ronda Rousey can uh, can work her finger, that is. But uh, bottom line is, I oh. think that it's you know Sasha needs the win. Um, she has had a lot of pay per views where she hasn't won, so I think she needs this one. Got you it. know what else you put horseradish on? Roast beef. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, uh, Universal Championship match: Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman. Uh, I'm up, and I'm calling Seth. 
because that makes sense. He's going to be the one to face the fiend. Poop. Uh, Seth friggin Rollins. Oh. <laughs> Beefer. As much as I would love the irony of seeing the Fiend versus Braun, uh, I think that that would not serve anybody any purpose whatsoever. Uh, so I think Seth holds on to this to set, to set up a matchup for the Fiend and uh, Hell in, uh, I almost said Halloween Havoc in, uh, in October for Hell and So. Halloween Night Halloween in the Champions. Halloween in the Hell Havoc. So yeah, uh, ransom. Uh, I'm gonna call Seth. Side note: I would love even just in the match between Seth and the Fiend, I would love to see a full wide family reunion where uh rowan goes back to the fiend and Braun goes back to the fiend and they come out in the in the dual sheep masks the white sheep the black sheep e even if it's just for one like something i think it would be giggity <laughs> would you uh would you say that it might be safe that you might poop uh, a little over. bit there you go okay anyways all right last match <clears throat> WWE Championship. Kofi Kingston defending against Randy Orton. Pootski, you're closing out the show oh, here. Uh, damn who it. you got? I know, right? Damn it. I I really have a hard time believing they're gonna they're gonna have Kofi drop at Night of the Champions. Uh, Night of the Dead of the Book of the Champions. Um I of the Dead. Of the Dead. Uh of the dead. I I got I gotta go with Kofi. Okay. Uh, beef. I mean, <laughs> history repeats itself again. Uh, Randy Orton is going to pick up the win and marginal. I, I, you know, at, at this point, I don't think it's going to marginalize what Kofi's done in the last, you know, six months or so. But damn, if I don't want to see him be the one to do it, but he's going to. Orton wins clean with a, with an RKO, wins the championship. <laughs> with that three most devastating letters of sports entertainment, Darn. Mm. He may, you know what? He may actually punt him in a uh, in in an apropos uh, callback because that was the original like stupid thing because Kofi botched the first punt that Orton was going to give him. I so, thought he botched an RKO. No, 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 because he was supposed to lose to a punt, but he was in the wrong place, so Orton hit him with an RKO, uh. and uh, so so it, it, you know it, it would not because they um, at SmackDown tonight they just did like a callback to their original. Madison Square Garden, um, you know, run in where they where, where where Kofi gave him the boom drop off of something on through through the through the tables. They did the same exact spot, so they like to be calling on the history here. So, I I, I kind of get the feeling that Orton's gonna hit the punt, and that, and, and that might be it. Okay, uh, ransom. Ping. Fantastic. Uh, who you? That's picking? not a win for anybody. Yeah, that's that. Nobody wins. That's a dusty finish right there. That's. It, well, I mean, that's a win for nothing proper, dusty there. That's a win for uh, proper body function. That's true. Uh, Orton. Wow, I almost <laughs> I almost spell it Randy like R A N D Randy. Hi, Randy. Right. It's a Randy. Yes, before, it is. Uh, before and go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say I am also. Picking Orton because I think like uh, something that we had alluded to before. I think Orton's going to be your champion rolling into SmackDown, moving to Fridays on Fox, and that's what Fox wants. So, and he gets fed to the beast. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, no one's nothing to that. So, 
Speaking of um, the beast, by the wait, way. Wait, 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 wait. Real quick, prop bet. Real quick. Uh, does the fiend come out and confront the winner of the the WWE title match? Is is or this for Universal? a point? Is this for a point or just for funsies? Just for funsies. Um, I I don't know if he'll physically be there, but I could I could definitely see something where he like cuts some sort of like video package or whatever between Orton and Kofi. No, no, no. no between between uh, uh, the Universal. Oh, Rollins okay, all and right. Strowman. I mean, it'd be cool if like the lights dropped and came back up, and the four puppets were sitting on like the four corners. Like that'd be that'd be that'd be that'd be cool. I think. Um, I you know I don't. I already think that they're pushing this kind of a little bit too far, too fast, too too much. I think if we see the fiend, it's going to continue to kind of marginalize it. So I, I don't think we see him. We may see like a Firefly Funhouse type thing, or we may Flunhouse. see like looks at the puppets or something. But I, I don't I don't think we see the fiend at uh, Night of Champions. No. Okay. Okay. All right. But, uh, uh, any, speaking any speaking of the there, beast. Poot? Yeah. It... Oh no, I was gonna ask. Well, what do you think, Poot? Did oh yeah, I think we get some kind of reference to Bray Wyatt the Fiend. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay. Yes, beef, 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 beef. Beef. Yeah. Beef? Well, uh, the uh, it's a call back to the previous show to, to the uh, earlier in the show when we talked about Chris oh, Jericho and the bubbly. Did you guys watch that video uh, that I sent you with uh, Brock Lesnar's uh, uh, entrance music? <laughs> but instead, it was Jericho bub, and the bubbly, like bub, 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 bub. Bubba, 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 bubbly, bubbly. Yeah, it was great. Uh, it was no, I didn't. Great. I didn't. Uh, My name you, you is Bubbly Ray Bubbly. <laughs> that, I, love that. I, I seriously, I laughed out loud literally to that. I don't know how many times. Dude, I mean, like, he's, he's so smart. And, like, getting this viral is only helping AEW. So, you know, kudos, kudos on them for making the right call and putting the belt on Jericho. And kudos on him. Kudos to him. For just continuing to be a fucking marketing genius because you know, he can fucking go. I got. I gotta say, you you managed to get out Cedric Alexander right in one night, but can't get the word kudos out twice in a row. I know. My God. <laughs> what the hell? I told you. I, I told all of you that I'm having an off night, an off week. It's just one of those times, man. No. <laughs> I'm glad you get such a kick out of that, Tom. I really do. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh shit. No, but the, we're uh, we're getting a little long in the tooth here, guys. What do you say we put this uh, wrap this up in a nice little burrito? Yeah. No more snaggle tooth. Oh, uh, <clears throat> what? Anyway. Long in the tooth, a snaggle tooth. Oh. Oh, long. Look at yeah. that. Oh. Anyone have any final thoughts? No, I want to go to bed. That's, <laughs> that's, that's my a, final thought. That's a pretty final thought. But yeah. uh, so who I think Ransom should thank the sponsors one more time. Oh boy. Uh, Casual Gaming Dad, go check him out. Good job, him. Uh, Clearfield X, IWC Powerhouse, uh, Sean Tischler, uh, go see him. Gold Gaming, give me more free shirts. <laughs> Good That's... job. This has been the worst show yet. Yeah, but... Oh, <laughs> just bought it. Uh, that, oh. <laughs>